Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Mark Henry, and Bully Ray give our reactions to what we thought was an amazing Royal Rumble this past Saturday. We get into the bloodline and that main event between Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. But probably more importantly, what happened with Sami Zayn after that main event on Saturday. Also, we get into Cody Rhodes and his story moving forward as we get closer and closer to WrestleMania right now on the Busted Open Podcast. We had five matches, but the three matches that were the matches that we were really looking at, the men's Royal Rumble match, the women's Royal Rumble match, and the main event, I thought knocked it out of the park. I did I did also those three matches, without a doubt, carried the entire Royal Rumble. If you want to whittle it down to any one particular match, it would have been the main event between Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. And if you really want to whittle it down beyond that, it was the aftermath, what went on after the one, two, three occurred. You want to whittle it down more than that? It happened from the chair shot on. The chair shot heard throughout the WWE universe. Sami Zayn taking that chair and cracking Roman Reigns in the back. And guys, I, I made this point yesterday and I try to drive it home. And Mark, I want to get your opinion and Dave, obviously yours about what I said, and this comes down to characters and storylines being more important than moves and spots, and they will always be. Dave, did you hear the reaction of those 52,000 people when Sami Zayn, you guys were there live. Tell me what the sound sounded like live when Sammy cracked Roman with that chair. Mark. Oh my God, man. It sounded like um when you're when you're on a uh, a runway and you see an airplane about to take off and, and it, everything just rumbles. Like the 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 feeling was equal to the sound. Like a lot of times you you hear oh yeah a big reaction and then it goes away. This one didn't. It was. It was loud. Oh, oh. I mean, it, it was. 
it gave you that the as as great a feeling uh from a live event as you can have. That's that's why you that's why you do it. Dave, you agree? That was that was the sound. It was a very loud pop in unison. Well, you know, when you talk about the soundtrack, which was the cheers and boos of the fans bully, you know, during that main event, or I should say after that main event, it was really a roller coaster ride of emotions. When I just want to know about the sound. I want to make a point here about that chair shot. Tell me about the sound. It was the ultimate climax. Yeah, it was. It was just a loud roar coming from that 52,000 fans. And here's my point. Those 52,000 fans did not pop for a chair shot. Those 52,000 fans popped because Sami Zayn hit Roman Reigns with a chair. There is a big difference. They weren't reacting to the chair shot. They were reacting to the man who hit the other man with the chair. And there's a big difference. They popped that loud because of the emotional investment in the storyline, the emotional investment in Sammy, and the emotional investment in Roman. And that's why I took to Twitter and I said, this is a this is superb storytelling because you don't get those sounds coming out of 52,000 fans for just a random or gratuitous chair shot. Well, Bully, you could compare it to another moment during that uh, men's Royal Rumble match with what we saw after that main event. There was a really great spot that the fans wooed, and that was the, you know, the Logan Paul ricochet moment where they collided in midair, right? Awesome looking spot, you know, phenomenally executed, great athleticism from both, and the crowd went, wow. But then, you know, then you move on. Like it's, you know, like when you think of great moments from that Royal Rumble, will people mention that? Maybe, but it's not nearly as effective of what we saw after that. And I think that's the biggest example I can give. Wow, what a great high spot in that men's Royal Rumble match. But when you're talking about storytelling and you're talking about emotions, you can't even compare the two. 1,000%. And I want to really reiterate that again, because that goes back to storytelling and character development and how it will always be the foundation of what we do in this industry and how well of a job everybody in the bloodline storyline is doing. And consequently, the bloodline. We didn't need blood in this angle to get all of that heat on Roman Reigns. Not a drop of blood has been spilled yet. Maybe they get there, but they haven't needed it. Mm. This was about as old school as it gets when it comes to getting heat. And it's a thing of beauty to watch. And I'm, I'm, I rejoice in the fact that there are, performers out there still willing to go in that direction, which seems to be the opposite direction of what the majority of the wrestling business wants to go in because they're relying on things that have worked for a hundred years. And when done right, will work for a hundred more. 
Well, Bully, maybe, and Mark, I want to get your take. Maybe this is a wake-up call for the pro wrestling industry. When you look at what is the hottest story in pro wrestling right now, and you know what? I'll go even further. This is one of the best stories I've seen in the 40-plus years that I've been watching pro wrestling. You know, Mark, maybe this is a wake-up call for the pro wrestling industry. I mean, it's a novel concept, Dave, for us wrestling fans to put the best story out there and 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 let it let it marinate and don't rush it. Let it let it let it go for more than a week. Like what is it, over two years now. Like Oh, it's definitely why been not, over two years, yes. Why not do this more? We we talked about this a couple of years ago. Everybody's in a big damn hairy. Slow down. And, and and now, Bullet said it best. Let's see if we can get more out of less. They don't always, this whole angle, man, for the last two years, 880 days. We have not been on the hurry up and get to it and, and like as fans, that that has helped me as a fan to really love the fact that enjoy what you got. Don't don't worry about tomorrow. Worry about the right now. And if man, what if we got that with Charlotte Flair? What if we got that with Bianca Belair? And we got that with Theory. Let's let's have some of these long two year stories. Maybe. Wrestling will be better than the microwave and, version. Well, you know what? And, I, you know, there's very few stories that have gone on. If you look back in history over the decades, there's very few stories that have gone on this long. But you have to deliver when you put on a story for this long, Bully. And I think this also kind of, like, kills off the myth that pro wrestling fans have no patience. If you deliver them a story that's this deep and has this many layers... Pro wrestling fans are going to buy in. They have no patience when all you give them is spot fest wrestling because they be, they become used to spot fest wrestling. Thus, they're just programmed to move on to the next spot, the next move, the next sequence, the next match. When you slow it down, you then program them to slow down because now they're not watching spots. Now they're watching stories develop. Now they're being forced to listen to dialogue, dialogue, intriguing dialogue. You're taking them on a ride. Nothing. I, I can't stand when people say, oh, we're li- it's a different time. The business has changed. Yeah, there are certain aspects in which that excuse works. But the fundamentals of pro wrestling will always, always deliver. The foundation is this characters and story. There is no debate. There is no argument. There is no discussion. Once you have the right characters, once you have the right story, then you can do anything that you want. It doesn't go the other way. You can't just have two characters with no story just doing a bunch of moves because that only lasts for the here and the now. 
You can't think about the here and the now in pro wrestling. It's what's going on tomorrow. I always talk about Ring of Honor and the Garden. They were too busy patting themselves on the ass about the Garden. Once the Garden sold out, it was done. Think about what you're doing after the Garden. That's what the WWE was thinking about that night. They knew that they had 51,000 people at the Rumble. They knew that all they had to do was give them that great moment uh, in San Antonio, that they had them give them that great moment. But they're already thinking past the Rumble. They're thinking to Mania and beyond already. Well, already we got Elimination Chamber coming up in Montreal. I'm sorry, I forgot Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber coming up in Montreal again, the home of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. So I think a lot of people are like anticipating what's going to happen there. And then, of course, WrestleMania. That's where, are we going to see the finish line of this story? Or does the story continue even further after WrestleMania? You know, we're talking 880 days already for this story. Does it go beyond what we're going to see in April? All right, when we come back, I want to fill up the phone lines. Well, go ahead, Bully. Dave, I just want to say this. I don't, you, know, you and Mark, and I'm going to throw this out there. I'm a little concerned for one of the biggest baby faces in the WWE right now, moving forward. Well, I mean, I want to get into that, but I want to get into that a little bit down the road on today's show because I think that's a question that we're going to spend a lot of time on. But I do want to dive into what we saw on Saturday night, especially in this main event with Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns and what happened after the main event between Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns. 877-344-4893. 877-Fight93. We'll talk about it when myself, Mark, and Bully are back right here on Busted Open. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun, FX's new international spy thriller The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. 
Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. NFL fans, right now on the SXM app, hear in-depth coverage of your team with the Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. It's all the analysis, all the breakdowns that matter to you, hosted by the players who played for your team and the fans who eat, sleep, and breathe it. 32 diehard fan bases, 32 podcasts. The Believe Podcast Network on Sirius XM. B-L-E-A-V. Search Believe in, followed by your team on the SXM app, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. What a chapter of the story unfolded on Saturday at the Royal Rumble. And, Bully, you said it before about, you know, you didn't need blood in that beatdown on Saturday. And I agree with you. The brutality of Roman just taking Kevin Owens and kept throwing him against those stairs, the back of his head kept banging the back of those stairs like... That is as brutal as anything I've seen. And you could just hear the crowd just gasp. And the way Cole was commentating that whole stretch of that match, Bully, you didn't need any more ingredients to show the brutality than what they did in that place on Saturday night. The brutality um, of Kevin was so good that people asked me on social media about the one and done that the Usos hit Kevin Owens with. Do you remember it? Yes. Yeah. It was ugly, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't yeah. It wasn't pretty. Wasn't pretty. And people like, oh, Bubba, that one and done, it, it just, it looked awful. It looked sloppy. It was supposed to. They did it the right way. Kevin was so beat up that you really think that they're going to be able to whip him into the ropes or pick him up pretty or do it in a way where it looks like a pretty finish. It should look like an ugly finish because at that stage of the game, Kevin is a beaten down sack of shit. He shouldn't be getting up for a finish. They, it should look like a complete struggle. It is little things like that that make so much of a difference to me. I mean, they obliterated him. I loved, and I don't know, I, I when I watched it live, I'm like, this reminds me of a movie. And Heyman is a master of taking aspects of movies and incorporating them into scenes in an angle 
And I remember after the chair shot and go on this ride with me for a second, guys, because maybe you'll remember what movie I'm talking about. After the chair shot, Sammy turns around and he starts apologizing to who, who is it? Jay is apologizing yeah. to Jay. Right. Yeah. And Jimmy's just looking at him in disgust. And then Jimmy's got to hit him with the super kick from the side. Did that remind you of a movie or a scene in a movie? Well, I mean, before you, it's funny that you say this. And, and Mark, we're all, we're all big movie guys. There was two movies that that sequence of events after that main event reminded me of. The first one is pretty obvious because you talk about it all the time, Bully. And that is Return of the Jedi with Darth Vader and the Emperor is just destroying Luke Skywalker. And Darth is looking and then finally Darth has to like intervene. But the second half looked was a completely other movie. So, Mark, I'll ask you for did that remind you of anything? That second half of what we saw in that sequence on Saturday night. You know, I, I it can't put a finger on it, but the the first part, it did. Watching yeah. Darth Vader look at the Emperor and then look at Luke and then look at the Emperor and then have to do something. Yeah, I, that was visibly obvious. And it was it was pretty cool. All right, so Bully, I'm interested I'm going to pop hear. if you get this right, Dave. No, I, I, I think we're thinking of two different movies. Okay. But for me... It reminded me of Reservoir Dogs. Holy uh, shit! Yeah. Holy shit! I swear to God, Dave, you got it. You got it. I swear to God. Like, it was just like the ending of Reservoir Dogs, where the entire movie, you know, he's protecting that guy to make sure that he's safe and is trying to save his life, and then he finds out in that last scene, that's the guy that fucked him. And, Absolutely. and and that's exactly what happened there. It's like, that's why Jay Uso, Mark, to me, is really like the ace in the hole here in this storyline. Because there is, Jay Uso is the one that didn't buy in. He didn't buy in to Sammy at the beginning. Sammy won him over. Sam, uh, Jay, uh, Jay Uso saved Sammy, you know, on SmackDown, just, or on, I'm sorry, Raw 30 <laughs> in that trial. He backed him up. He was like, no, this is the guy. He's our guy. He's a brother to us. He's family. And then he got screwed over. This story on Saturday, to me, was just as much about Jey Uso as it was about Sami Zayn. Look at all hmm. these guys. We Look at all of these characters that we're so invested in right now. What's he going to do? How is he going to respond? Is this guy pissed or is he just playing the other one? Guys, uh, I can't. And Mark, Mark knows. I, I guess I'm preaching to the fan base. This is how it's done. This is what it's all about. This is what sports entertainment looks like and sounds like when it's done the right way. Did... Sam, did Kevin and Roman do a lot of moves in their match? No, I mean, I, I mean, it wasn't about it was like traditional is this, wrestling. Yeah, yeah, they had a, they yeah. had a good match. 
yeah, a couple of their, you know, went for a couple of their finishes and, a, you know, a suplex here and a this, that, but nothing crazy and out of the ordinary because they didn't need to do it. All they need to, all they needed to do was give them a good main event in the middle of the ring because they knew they had a phenomenal story to tell afterwards. The story meant more than the match. I wish wrestling fans could understand and appreciate it more. Not understand, just appreciate it more. This is Adam Shine, host of the Adam Shine Podcast. Here to tell you, you can listen to my podcast all year round. I'll give you my NFL picks against the spread, give you fantasy advice all season long, while being joined by the best guests in all of sports. He's Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. This is what I expect. You know, I expect to play well every year. We release episodes of the Adam Shine Podcast every week. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. The Adam Shine Podcast. Cody Rhodes, congratulations, and Cody Rhodes will be in your main event at WrestleMania 39 in L.A., Mark. And listen, I know there's going to be a lot of people, Mark, that are going to say that that was predictable. I completely understand where they're coming from. But at the same time, as much as it was predictable to some people, it was a great moment. I love seeing Cody. I love that moment for Cody. And I love the fact that he's going to be in the main event. And you know what? I'm very interested what the stories might be leading into what we're going to see in that match with Cody in the main event at WrestleMania 39. I'm excited, Dave. Uh, I really do think that uh, this is a culmination of two of the best storylines in WWE. Cody Rhodes in the in the um, the bloodlust of making sure that his family's name lives in infamy and Roman Reigns, the tribal chief champion for was 883 days. Like in both of those two storylines coming to a head. Now we know Roman is, is kind of like the Brady, the Tom Brady of pro wrestling. Dominance, championships, championships, championships. And then you have Cody Rhodes. Family. Father was one of the greats. Yep. You can't argue with Dusty being one of the top 10 greatest wrestlers of all time. Influential wrestlers of all time. And then you have his brother, Dustin. One of the best coaches, trainers, producers of wrestling as well as historical championship runs at WWF and all the way into WWE. But they never was, they never had the, they never had the big one, the WrestleMania moment, the championship moment. And for the lineage of his family, he has to do it. And those two immovable objects coming head to head at WrestleMania. I I agree with I'm you, Mark. I'm excited. 
I know. I'm excited too. And I agree with you on the story about the fam, the families, those two families, two of the best families, two, two of the most prestigious family bloodlines when it comes to pro wrestling, Bully. But the interesting thing that we're going to see moving forward is how is that going to intertwine with the story that's being told with the bloodline that we just saw really take it to another level this past Saturday? Well, remember at the top of the show, I said I was nervous for a certain baby face in the company right now. Yeah. yeah. You told me to hold off on it. Go ahead. You, you still want me to hold off on it? No, I want you to go ahead. This is the perfect opportunity. I'm a little concerned for Cody. Now, what I'm about to say is not fact. I'm not calling this shot as it's definitely going to happen. I'm saying I have a concern based on what I've seen and heard so far. Two days ago, I put up a poll on social media. I said, hypothetical, if Sammy and Cody were both <clears throat> in the Rumble, who would you want to see win? 15,000 people voted. It was a dead tie, guys. 50-50. Wrestling fans, the WWE Universe, were split right down the middle. They couldn't make their mind up when it came to Cody or Sammy. So the Royal Rumble ends, and Cody is your definitive clear-cut winner. The winner of the Rumble gets the shot at WrestleMania. We all know that. The big return of Cody Rhodes to the Royal Rumble in at 30 wins the Rumble, has a great match against Gunther for about seven or eight minutes before the final elimination. They're doing everything right to position Cody to be the guy for Roman, if not the guy to dethrone Roman. So I put up another poll the day after the Rumble. I said, now after the Royal Rumble, after the chair shot Sammy gave Roman, after Cody wins the Rumble, who would you rather see defeat Roman or face Roman? Guys, Sammy is ahead, 56 to 43. Okay. This is, it's telling in a certain way. That chair shot I believe that moment between Sammy and Roman is what the people are marinating on they know that Cody won the rumble but Sammy did quote unquote the right thing they need to be very careful with how they handle Cody right now Sammy is in if not in and above Kofi Kingston territory and Daniel Bryan territory when it comes to the organic build and who the people want to be the guy as opposed to who the WWE wants to be the guy. I'm going to stop right there and get your takes. All right. Mark, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go ahead. All right. Because I understand what you're saying. And it makes sense. After especially, on, honestly, Bully, I'm surprised that the number wasn't higher 
for Sami Zayn after what we saw on Saturday night. And it goes back to like you you were talking about, you know, Daniel Bryan and, and, and Kofi Kingston. So I go back to the 2000, I believe it was the 2015 Royal Rumble where, you know, everybody wanted Daniel Bryan to win. It was Roman that won and they booed Roman. That was a mistake putting Daniel Bryan in that Rumble match to begin with if you weren't going to have him win because that's who the people wanted and they didn't want Roman. Right. Smart not having Sami Zayn in in the Rumble match on Saturday. Smart having the Rumble match as far away as possible to the main event. Yeah. And I and and but I will say this. Cody right now, Cody won the Rumble. We all know he's going to be in the main event. A lot could happen between now and WrestleMania. A lot could happen at the Elimination Chamber next month in Montreal. There's so many layers to this story, Bully. But the one thing I know is that Cody hasn't even started being in this story yet. And I don't know when he'll be in this story. But there's so many personalities and characters. Bully, we just talked about early on in the show movies that we saw that reminded us of what we saw on Saturday night. The one being Reservoir Dogs. Right now, if they're smart, they could swerve this story where it focuses on Sami Zayn and Jey Uso. You know, I'm sure this story is going to really focus next month on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. There's so many layers and so many plot lines, Bully. And I will say this. I am saying it right now. I have complete faith in the WWE that they are going to do the right thing over the next few months. I'm saying it. I'm uh, over the air. You're missing it. And it's not about your faith in the WWE doing the right thing creatively. Let me ask you this question. Do you have faith in the fan base not turning on Cody. I it's it's an impossible question to answer right now. That's it's where a, my yes, concern yes, comes from. It's an impossible, but I will say this. They have taken us on so many twists and turns during this story. I feel like everything has been played perfectly. I have to feel that the road they're going to take us to Elimination Chamber and WrestleMania will not disappoint and will not stray off the path that they have chosen. Mark, what I, do you I don't think? think I don't think that it's going to stray either, but <clears throat> they have to be very careful, Dave, about putting Sammy and Cody in the same place because if you do, eventually... <laughs> The, the, the fan base is going to try to make a decision on who they want. Bully just put out a poll, and the poll said 56% are emotion, more emotionally invested in Sami Zayn and what just happened. And you don't want to put them nowhere near each other because if you do, the crowd is going to say, well, I think I'm going to choose Cody. You do not want a fan base divided. You want them to all love who's going to be the guy that's going to dethrone Roman Reigns. 
very important to listen to the crowd tonight. You know how I am a very, you guys know, I've said before, it doesn't matter what I see sometimes, it matters what I hear all the time. Tonight will be important for Cody, and there's got to be follow-up from him. What is he going to say? But more importantly, how are the people going to react? It's not even about how they're going to react to what Cody says. They might just start with the backlash immediately. They, They might not even care that Cody won the Rumble. They just might want Sammy that much. If the poll that I put up is indicative of anything, it's that people after that chair shot are more emotionally invested in Sammy Zayn. Is it a, is it by a lot? No, it's by a small amount, but that small amount can turn into a big snowball. amount. It can and snowball. snowball depending on what happens tonight. The idea here is to keep these guys as far apart from one another as possible. And the whole suit and tie Cody and the big words Cody and the crying Cody and the emotional story Cody, we've seen it kind of backfire in the past. We've seen a fan base who should have been uber- um, respectful and what's the word I'm looking for appreciative of Cody turn on him. Now the AEW fan base turned on him at the end of his run with AEW plain and simple completely. And AEW fans had zero reason in my eyes to ever turn on a guy who basically put the place on the map. Yes. Tony Khan's money at the end of the day is really what did it. But Cody was the major cornerstone uh, of AEW. He was what the sledgehammer he- knocking it on on that throne at Double or Nothing, which was their first pay-per-view. Now, is the AEW fan base the same as a WWE fan base? No, but it is something. It, it is a barometer. We can use it as something that said people have turned on him before. Now we have Sammy, this guy that's been around for a while. That this guy that we really loved, who we can, we, we when we look at Sammy, we see ourselves. Hey, I, I, I got a beard like Sammy. I, I, I don't, I, I kind of look like Sammy. I wear a t shirt like Sammy. A lot, a lot of the same references, like, you know, same comparisons with Kevin. Kevin doesn't go to the gym. You know, fans like, well, I don't go to the gym either. Maybe I could be a pro wrestler like Sammy. Like, they're relatable characters. Cody comes out with the three-piece suit, the manicure, the this, the that, the lapel, the what, the Rolex, the this, the that, the other thing, and your sister's ass. On a Tuesday. Well, today's Monday, but I know <laughs> what you're saying. Um, so th- that's where my concern is. I don't want to see this happen to Cody. I want to see Cody get everything that he has worked for his entire career. But I could see him getting to the point where I was like, holy shit, I come back. At WrestleMania, I, uh, I'm performing at the highest level I ever did. I tear my peck in jeopardy of going into Hell in a Cell against Seth. I put my body on the line for these people, compete in this match, win the match, go on, the go on, you know, have to heal now for six, seven months, 
come back at the Rumble, win the Rumble, and these people are going to turn on me and chant for Sammy instead? Wow. Dave, is there the potential that that happens? Of course, of course. But I think that they're going to have distractions along the way that are going to prevent that from happening. I know you're going to say this is crazy, Dave, and it doesn't matter, but they are on different shows. Cody's on Raw. Sami Zayn is on SmackDown. I don't think you're going to see Sami Zayn on Monday nights. I think you're only going to see him on Friday nights, and Cody's going to dominate Mondays, and Sami and that story will dominate Fridays. I have another question for both of you. Okay, and you may think this is a ridiculous question, too. But, Bully, that second tweet, what was the exact question that you asked the Busted Open Nation in that tweet? The second one after the Rumble. Uh, I'll read it for you right now. Give me one quick second. Okay. The, uh, the The second poll said, okay, so after the Rumble last night, who would you rather see face Roman at WrestleMania? Okay. I'm I because the reason 56% Sammy, 44% Cody with 7,500 votes. So right, the very first tweet was a dead heat, 50-50. But the second, the second poll after Cody wins the rumble, and after Sammy. Hits Roman five percent, six percent more. Now want to see Sammy face Roman. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.